Hello and welcome to the Three Guys Podcast. I am Tyler, and of course sitting on my left is Ben. Howdy. And sitting across from me is Dixon. Hey. And we just got back from seeing X-Men The Wolverine. I'm not even sure it's actually called X-Men, but it's just The Wolverine. Yeah, is it just The Wolverine? I believe so, because that's all I've ever heard it called. I think that was Wolverine, on the stub. Wolverine. As we, we all reach check for the stub. <laughs> we all reach for the ticket. Da, da. It just says Wolverine. Okay, so it's just Wolverine. I don't, I don't know why they didn't say that for... I guess because it was more of an X-Men movie. Well, this we'll one, that later. well, they're all tied yeah. together. Yeah, I lost my. This came back from the seeing Wolverine. the Wolverine. Yeah, uh, we didn't choose the seat in 3D, though you can. I don't imagine it'd be terribly good in 3D, but well, you know what? It, it shows a couple scenes where you know it could be 3D looks. But not, look en- like not enough terrible. of it. No, it's nothing special. It's it's a shameless cash grab. I want to apologize first off right now. Um, I'm just getting over a flu or a cold or something. So oh if God. I sound weird or if I start coughing, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll also use that excuse because I gave blood today, so I'm, I'm lightheaded. But not, that's not going to work. That's not gonna, they plucked you, me twice. Might as well put me in the middle of two Oreos and call me double stuff. <laughs> double stuff me. What if you kind of the opposite, like double vacuum you? Well, they we, stuck two needles into me. I guess. They stuck two needles into you. Uh, to talk about the plot just very quickly, uh, it's... Very it, basic. It is a very basic plot. It is based on a graphic novel that's written by Frank, Frank Miller. Miller. I want to. See. Yeah, it is Frank yeah. Miller. Uh, nobody at this table's read it, uh, which I think might be for the best. You don't think you need to know the story going into it, but probably not. Be this is one of those. It, this is the story that all the comic fans said should be made into a Wolverine film. This is one where everyone said this is the best Wolverine story. Yeah, Wolverine goes to Japan. That's kind of that's basically it. Yeah, that's basically because he is kind of a Goes he's to Japan been a, fights. You know what? You'd think he'd fight a lot of ninjas. He doesn't. He fights yakuza and samurais. Well, quote unquote samurais. Yeah, he does fight like a samurai and a half, sort of. And some uh, ninjas, kind of. But you know, as much as Wolverine is a lot of different things to a lot of different people, the Ronin thing has always been a really good explanation like, like of how he works. He does have honor. Yeah, you know the, the brutality of the samurai, but tempered by the honor. He does kind of have that. So I mean, oh, yeah. him going to Japan always, always is appealing. Even the cartoons, they always have an episode with that, and it, it's usually not a bad episode. No. Uh, so we we'll talk about the plot just kind of in quick detail here. Again, if you've read the graphic novel, I don't know how close it is or how different it is, but the long and short of it is this does take place after X Men Three: The Last Stand. So, what do you have to know going into it? Uh, Wolverine's indestructible, and he killed the woman he loves because she was going crazy and killing everybody because it's Jean Grey, the Phoenix, that's what she does. Yeah. And if you hadn't seen that movie, they kind of do a really slow reveal of that. We kind of know he killed her right away, but he kind of explains why. It's, it, I like yeah. that. That was executed well. It is didn't well really executed. Ha- they didn't even do a flashback from scenes from that movie because that was quite a few years ago. It was. Yeah. It was a... Uh, it was. I want to say over five years ago. Yes, yeah, so because the last few films they've done have all been prequels of varying time frames. Yeah. So. Uh, but he anyway. Uh, he is a. Uh, he's in Canada. I think he's in the Yukon. He's yeah. up in like northern yeah. northern Canada. Uh, Northeastern. Northeastern. Northeast. North. Northy. North. No, it's Canada. We- northwestern. Yeah, okay. it'd be northwest. Totally screwed that up. <laughs> And you, it's one of the it's this movie where he he's gone into that Wolverine has gone back to that mode of being a traveling um, caveman. They call him a caveman a lot in this movie. Yeah, but yeah. to be fair, for the first little bit, he does look like a caveman. He's got the long hair, he's the scruffy beard. He's living in a. I was gonna say a cave. It's like a ridge. Yeah, yeah it, it is it, basically it, a ridge. Well, it's kind of a cave. It just doesn't go it, deep it, enough. It'd like to really. be a cave. <laughs> it, it, wants it would to like be to be a cave, but it's not a cave. It's Cave Junior. And. uh... Uh, this woman from Japan shows up, takes him to Japan because a war, uh, um, at some point in World War II, Wolverine had been kidnapped by Japanese soldiers. He was captured. captured. Yeah, not kidnapped. Captured. captured. I thought I said captured. Moki okay, captured yeah. them. If I said kidnapped, I'm sorry. I'm blaming the flu. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's locked in the hole as the bombs drop, um, the nuclear one. Uh, so um, my so, brain just stopped working there. Uh, and, so what and, happens is one. I guess he was a guard or something. An officer. At the, an, an officer, officer at the time. He let out the other He's, prisoners. Yeah, he starts letting go of the prisoners there. And he sees Wolverine kind of sits there and he goes to... Then after he goes to... Uh, let him out. Yeah, he goes to let him out. And the bomb's already, like, exploded. And no, not quite yet. It's it's just about to start dropping. Yeah. 
And like he goes, he opens it, tells him to go, and Wolverine says, uh, "Oh, you're better to be down here than up there because there's nowhere you can run." And then he kind of just ignores him, goes back to his other officers and general there. I guess I think it was, and they're all committing suicide, seppuku, seppuku, seppuku. suicide. And he sees them, you know, die, and he's well, no one wants to kill themselves, obviously. And then the bomb drops, and, and he sees the bomb, and goes off. He, Scares the crap out of him, and he kind of. That's actually a uh, just to kind of interrupt the plot thing. That's actually um, we don't see them like uh, gutting themselves. Like we don't actually see the art of it. Like we see them prepare. We see them very slow. We hear it. We hear it, but we never actually see it. Yeah, because they always kind of show it from the chest up, and and then you see the bomb drop. And I know it's CG, but at that level, how close he was. That's it was a um, it was it was it was frightening, at least to me. Just from being that perspective, even though I know it's CG. It was also a lot slower than I would have been, I believe. I mean, I'm not a nuclear physicist here, but... You know, that brings up a surprising point. This movie is relatively graphic, actually. Granted, this isn't the Avengers. I mean, even though it's Marvel, it's not Marvel Studios. This is Sony, I believe. Owns the X-Men license. Fox, Fox, sorry. Fox owns the... uh, X-Men license. X-Men license. And they always go a bit more... A bit more grittier. A little grittier. So, so, there's some blood in this movie. And to be fair, it's Wolverine. He's the character that 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 kind of story demands. Best it, yeah, like it, yeah, you can't I mean, use. He's he's the kind of guy where you, he's literally the punching bag. You shoot the shit out of him, he keeps coming. Yeah. Uh, which, Why? Because he can. Well, there's a, there's actually a few of them, as it turns out. But he's the one that everyone loves. Well, he's the most popular. Yeah. One. Yeah. But long story short, Wol- uh, the, the guy that he yeah, saved, Wolverine comes, saves him. They go in the hole. They survive. Wolverine gets. Uh, Irradiated, and again, it's very brutal looking. That's not actually. It's not irradiated. It's burnt. Yeah, he gets burnt. He, he gets burnt. torched. He gets yeah. torched, and they spend a few days in the hole bonding as friends because you know fallout and all that. Uh, cut to several, several, several years later. Yeah, uh, when the 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 old man's dying. He's dying of. He's dying of death. Assumingly well, old age because yeah, he's dying of, of being old. He's dying of yeah. being old. But prior to that point, he has created a multi-billion dollar organization that specializes in technology. Like, technology. It's they're just, they're, 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 he's really rich. He's really yeah. rich, and, and it's because of science. I yeah. think that's where we yeah, get into it. Yeah. And he essentially brings Wolverine there for two things. To give him the sword that he supposedly was supposed to give him. He tried to give him in World War II, but Wolverine didn't take it. Yeah. And to offer him, offer him the, uh, the ability to die. He's like, I can take your healing factor away. Yeah. They never use the term healing factor in the movie. They just say healing. I guess because healing factor is kind of a... It's kind of a comic booky term. And yeah. Well, then it's kind, of ex- it's kind of extended. People don't want to hear long things. They yeah. just you want can to hear say, short stories. You just want to say healing factor. It's like, I can give you peace. I can let you die. Yeah. You know? You've lived long enough. And Wolverine's kind of like, I don't want to listen to this. You, you he's, don't not really, want he's not really interested. He's like, nah. Yeah. Because he says you can... He says you can transfer it. Yeah. That's the thing. You can transfer it. It should be noted yeah. that despite what happens later in this film, they never explain how exactly they do that. Not uh, in the least. And that is actually a little upsetting. I mean, it, they could have just done the The, the only thing I can think of is, judging by what we see in the ending, it involves bone marrow. And that's about the only thing I can think of. Yeah. That's the only thing to explain what was going on. Kind at, of, but it, it just seems really weird considering how they... Spoilers: How they stop his powers temporarily. Hmm. But well, that was that's like a parasite. Maybe. So yeah, and then after he meets him, well, the, the old guy just he says he he's like, you know what? Uh, no thanks. Have you know this is good seeing you again. The old guy croaks, and then we get into this whole. Suddenly, Wolverine is in the middle of this plot to kidnap uh, the old guy's granddaughter, who you know is kind of like the love interest for the movie. Yeah, uh, Mariko. And that's kind of where the movie goes. Like, it is him just protecting her, and the, her the other major and... thread of the film is Wolverine dealing with the notion that he's not invincible anymore. It, it does get revealed later on why that is, but he mm. spends a good chunk of the movie. It's okay. It's it's half-assedly. It, it explains. Uh, it, it, there's a little bit of foreshadowing when he first meets uh, the, the the grandfather character, whose name escapes me. Uh, I think Yoshida is their last yeah, I think name. Yoshida. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, there's a little bit of foreshadowing there because we see that these little things floating in, in like the... Um, old man's body. In the old man's body and on the... They're, uh, not, they're not nano-sized. They're they're bigger than that. Yeah. They're almost like a... They're like things they pulled out of Neo in the Matrix. In the first Matrix movie, they, they pulled out of his belly. Yeah. yeah, kind of, actually. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. Almost exactly. Because they're floating like around in solution and everything. 
That, that, that blue Barbasol stuff you see at like yeah. the, <laughs> the haircuts. I guess that's sterile or something. I don't know. Sure. It's. I guess it doesn't like. I don't know. If it doesn't like hair at least. I don't know. So we'll we'll just kind of jump into some uh, spoiler territory here. We'll we'll just jump to the ending because the plot it's a um, it's very short, very simple. It's unfortunately very predictable. Again, I don't know if this is just because of the way the graphics novel is written, or if just, this is the Hollywood interpretation of it. But it could be a little bit of both. Who knows? There's plot twists. There's uh, reveals. There's wills. There's inconsistencies. To make a long, very complicated story, sh- uh, st- story short, uh, Yoshida has been finding adamantium all over the world because he want- he's essentially made himself a giant suit that keeps him alive. He's turned himself into Mega Man. But- or any other... No, no it's not, not Mega Man. Not Mega Man. He's, no, There's nothing no, like he's Mega Man. Uh, fine. Uh, Mega Man's a bad example. You're kind of like almost thinking Astro Boy. That may be Astro Boy. Might be a Iron thing. Man. Come yeah, on, okay. Iron, the, yeah, Iron keep Man. him alive, Iron Man. Uh, you know what? Fine. Fine. I'll give you that one. I didn't want to go with the easy one, but fine, Iron yeah. Man. I'd say almost a little closer to Astro Boy, but anyways, yeah. getting off track here. He essentially faked his own death for reasons that. Is... Well, it's because he didn't. He couldn't get the power. He didn't. Wolverine wouldn't Wolverine agree with didn't give him the so power. So I guess he had to so lure him there. Had to but it's very the convoluted. It's, very it's ridiculously convoluted. Like the plot. There's, there's, it seems like there's multiple factions, but it seems like they're all controlled by the same guy, but not really. It's, yeah. You don't, you know what? Don't think about it too hard. It's not like a snatch kind of thing where it's very well thought out. It's you know, not really. like where like like in Snatch and those other British kind of movies, crime movies that are yeah. all the sensation. There's yeah. a lot of them: Dead Fish, uh, Smoking Aces. You have these series of events that you know all the characters interact with hmm. and lead to, but it's not a set outcome ever. You know, this movie has like a set outcome, but all these events just happen to lead to it, yeah. and it, it doesn't really work. You start thinking about who controls what faction and well, how they know that would work, but it, it's 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 relatively ambitious. It didn't need to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it could have ba- made it a lot more basic. Because honestly, for how much, but the movie went from a movie. Oh, that's very true. But I mean, they could have streamlined it a little better because it seems like you have to have a perfect scenario for this to come out. It I'm actually sure curious how long the movie was. It was about two hours. We got out there about a uh, six thirty ish. So, is it me or are these movies starting to get longer and longer? Because before the average movie was like an hour and a half. Now it seems like the last ones we've been watching are like two hours, uh, if not longer. I can't say I know that for sure. Yeah. Um, so that sorry, that's about kind of the plot. So actually, more or less the plot in the nutshell. So it all ends. They they're at this kind of complex in the side of the mountain, and we have the. Uh, it's revealed that uh, Yoshida faked his own death again for reasons that are never terribly made clear, and wow. he wants he, to, to steal the power. That that's yeah. kind of the big the, worst deal. Trying to but steal it's... his healing his healing power, which yeah. again he seems to do by sucking his marrow, which looks cool. It is. It's a very painful. Yeah, it's looking really gross. Yeah. Like it's really brutal. This is like it's it like... just seems weird how how they had to cut the claws off to drill in. Why not just kind of like grab him by the head and drill in like that. Well, the problem is the entirety of his bone structure is made out of an anime. Oh, I know. I know. It's, it's actually kind of... Of in like the first is... movie, they, they have an x-ray of him and he's like plated. Yeah. He's okay. not He's not completely coated. No. So it's kind of a... Uh, they went closer to the comic books where it's somehow they fused it at a molecular level almost, it seems. I don't know. But I actually... I understand the concept behind it why he wanted the claws out because you cut the claws in the center there's still the bone. He just had to get through the actual adamantium. And yeah, but when it's cut, though, it's solid adamantium, though. It's, it's not. No, no his bones. He's he's always. No, had I know what it's. Su- I know what it's supposed to be, but when you look at him, when he has him out, it's you, solid. You could see a little nub of the the bone that's in the middle. I, I could. I didn't anyway. see any. I, I saw the. Really? I mean, he drilled into it. Yeah, I saw it. I didn't. Maybe it's more obvious when he drills into it, but you can see where there's like the um, the, like the whitish, like gray bone, like the marrow and huh. stuff. Yeah, I, I must have just missed that. But piece. he's got the gooey core that they wanted to get at yeah. to steal his uh, to steal his healing. And Which, uh, not sure how that works. Again, it's not terribly sh- the science. It's very hand wavy here. It's just yeah, yeah it's kind of like magic science. And they don't even really explain how that would do it. It would just it just doesn't. Because, even how they because the, the big thing about this movie is if you've seen the trailer. Is that he's like he's, his healing is not really working, and there's this evil doctor who works for Yoshida, 
She's kind of like the other big villain of the movie. A viper. Kind of. I think they call her Viper. I, I, well, that's I, what they end up calling her. I don't know if that's her official and name. And she has like acid kind of, like, she has toxic powers. She's immune to all toxins, she says. Yeah. She can like shed her skin to like regenerate. I guess that's what she was doing. Yeah. I guess, but that doesn't well, really work something for like that. an arrow through you suddenly shedding off a layer of but skin. But anyway, uh, you don't know if, because it looks like they poisoned his tea. You know, they, they showed steaming next yeah. to him. Yeah. So we we don't not sure if her poison did it to him, or the thing in his heart. I don't know how the thing in his heart would stop his healing factor if it's it, in his marrow. Yeah. So maybe some com- maybe it was a combination. I think I think the poison was because from it's um, later in the movie when he's uh, running through the snow village fighting the ninjas, uh, they hit him with a couple of those darts because he's got the healing factor. All it seems to do is put him to sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like a honey badger. It's your answer to everything. But that's exactly like Honey Badger. Poison with Corporate Venom and falls asleep and wakes up later. Better. That Maybe that's what that is, and they just use that as an excuse to A, put the thing in him. Again, I'm not sure how... The, the source of him losing his healing factor is this black... I want to call it a symbiote spider, but not It's, like, really. it's that robot spider thing. Kind of. But anyway, it's either that... Or the poison is some combination. It's not like once again. Yeah. It's not it's explained not clearly at all. Explained. Unfortunately, no, it's not. Very but good. it makes him kind. It makes him kind of vulnerable. Yeah, the film. But it seemed kind of weird bit. because I mean, he can get shot, he bleeds out, but he you know can retract his claws there, and he, there's still he no kind of gets. He kind of gets better. Like he, he's not totally. It's just weakened his. Powers. Yeah, that was kind yeah. of a plot hole. Like he's he's taking bullet holes and he's hurting him, but. The claws are not leaving marks well, on his mean, hands. When they shot him in the leg and he's limping, and by the time they got out of the car later, he his limp was gone. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. So it, it, it kind well, of... Well, he had a half-assed limp, but it was like a lot better. But still, either way, I mean, I'm still a little bothered by the fact that he can you know, shoot out his claws, bring it back in, no marking. It's perfectly yeah. rolled up. Yeah, That bothered me a little bit. Not enough to really... You know, the the hand. only thing the only other thing worth noting in the ending is the um, the post credit scene because the ending is relatively predictable but I do got to give this film some credit considering that it's a standalone comic story the way they've mixed it in with the universe that's been built by these X Men films for better or worse they actively do a good job of that I think yeah so they've kind of weaved it in so that the post credit scene here and this is the first time in a while it actually ties to the next film. Uh, at least for Marvel movies. Well, no, this isn't a Marvel Studios one, so the X Men ones didn't usually do this. Though they usually have post credit scene of some kind or some sort of stinger at the end. But it's, it's not yeah. as bad as the Mar- as the Marvel Studios ones, like for Avengers or Hulk, where it was like they were pretty bad. Yeah, no, this one's actually pretty decent. Uh, where a um, Wolverine's going through the airport, and you gotta know that's a fun time when you're covered in metal. Yeah. Yeah. At one point, it happens in the movie, and he's just like a uh, hip replacement. <laughs> he just kind of waves it <laughs> off. Just eh, they would let him through anyway because they know they knew what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. And suddenly he, he he's he's getting through an airport, and he's watching a. Um, they mentioned on the news Thrask Industries, like there's like a Trask Industries, and it Trask shows a, it shows a Predator drone. Yeah. Which I didn't catch, but uh, as Dixon pointed out to me, that's the company that made Sentinels. Well, tr- yeah, Boulevard Trask is the guy that made the Sentinels. Okay. Which may mean that the next movie involves Sentinels, which makes it a little better for me because everyone wants Sentinels. Well, uh, and, cool. and all we got was in the third movie, there's like one scene. in the danger zone that you just see from like the lights. Danger room. Like, he's like, no, like, I mean, it's like from the treetops, the classic light, you don't actually see it ever. Yeah, you never see it. It's kind of like a shadow-esque But you know it's there. Like, you know it's a Sentinel. Anyway, yeah. he's going through the airport and suddenly he's stopped by magnetic force. Because despite the fact he's supposedly a keen hunter, he didn't notice Magneto standing behind him. Yeah, they don't really play up his uh, his super senses in this movie at all. No, his super hearing or his, his sense. Smell. But to be fair, like he, you know, he kind of thought he was gone, so he kind of would ignore it. And it's not like he really used the powers or... I mean, he was in a crowded airport. He could have been anyone. But in any part of the movie, they don't use... He doesn't use No, his, fair enough. That is... That's kind of that's the true. thing that they, they swept under the rug. And he essentially pulls him in place because, you know, he's still covered in, like, 93% metal. Yeah. Uh, so he's still essentially Magneto's a... Uh, puppet. Puppet. Mag- Magneto gives a line that's, like, basically a Gandalf line. Dark forces are gathering. And I, we I, need I don't your know, help. That sounded ridiculous when he said dark force. It's, like, really... It's like, like what, are the orcs are coming back? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Viggo Mortensen. The dark forces are coming back, and 
It's subtle, but then you notice everyone else in the airport stopped moving around the two of them. Which was something that Xavier did in the movies. It is and lo and behold, they have a really long shot of him like wheeling up through the crowd. Well, to be fair, yeah. the crowd is dispersed everywhere, so it's kind of natural. No, no, but it, no, no, it's a long shot. Yeah, it's, it not take, like, it's, like, it's not like he's just there all of a sudden. It's, just, it's like... Well, it's a post-credit scene, because remember, last time we saw him... Not counting his smoothed overhead in Origins. Well, they don't even show him from the back then. Like they show him like straight up just like wheeling through yeah, the crowd of... towards him. It's a very long, sh- like it seems it unnecessary forever. for him. And you like, just hear it going. Anyway, yeah. the point of it is, is he basically Magneto tells Wolverine that I, I need your help. He's like, why would I trust you? And Magneto's like, you wouldn't. And then Xavier shows up and is like, I told you you're not the only one with gifts. Which. It's interesting because now they sort of have to explain how we survive. Not really. Maybe it's from a different time zone. Or a different time. It's a different time. Or dimension. But there is that post scene from uh, Last Stand where he puts himself in the body of that dude who's basically brain dead. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. I saw that. So okay, you have seen the third one. So maybe one he's just projecting yeah. an illusion along his mind. And if you actually turn it off, it'd be like some other guy in the chair. Maybe. Maybe. Speculation. It's all speculation. It, it, was, yeah. it sets prob- up for a new movie. It sets up for the next X-Men movie, which focuses around time travel, which you know is going to be a hoot. Yeah. Uh, so next year, uh, we'll be back to see that one, I'm sure, because uh, we... We saw this one. <laughs> yeah. But i got to give it credit. It does build up into, into that movie well, and I'm a little more interested in it now, I suppose, seeing where... It has support up. already. It does have you good know, support like already. It's, it's not going to, like, disappear... No. Which sort of brings me to this film. Uh, you made a, a good point in the car ride home that I'd like you to try to go over again as best as you can. The notion that the film is well executed, but the core of it is... I, th- I want to say you said it was poor. Uh, I think you used a different word. but yeah, he, said, he said rotten core. but It's maybe. like, you know, the story, is, it should be very simple. It should be, you know? But the way it's written, you would never present the story as such. It's very disconnected. It seems like they had bullet points, you know, for this movie. Like, these are things that have to happen in the movie. Yeah. And they hit them all. But they're not very connected. They're not connected very well. Like, we have this problem where these guys work for these guys, and this guy works for this guy. But somehow that guy's and, connected with this You know, guy. and it all ends up at the ending, but it's not done very well. It's not, like... And the reveal, which... It all leads to the reveal, which is... It's not worth it. The build-up is not worth it. It takes so long, and they don't give you any kind of nuggets beforehand, really. No. Not many. Like, of things that are to come. You, you know the suit's coming. You saw the trailer. It's in, it's in one of the four relatively cool-looking art designs, talking about uh, the Silver Samurai. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 he does raise an interesting point. You don't really hear hide... You don't hear anything about the Silver Samurai or anything tied to that. Until the beginning of the third act. Well, and those was, was a well, legend. They, they, yeah, they talk about how it guarded the family, how they how they called it. Yeah, the suit of the armor. Sil- yeah, the silver, silver samurai. He's gonna watch over the family forever. Yeah, yeah, but that's different. That's not. Oh, I know that's and not. But d- they kind of make that. Does the that's... does the son character Shingen? Does he put that armor on? And maybe we're supposed to think he's a silver samurai. I think that was supposed to be the fake out. I think that's supposed to be yeah, the fake out. Maybe. I don't think that was the armor that he put on. No, no, probably, he, no I don't think so. Because he just seemed to put on miscellaneous armor that was more plated. Yeah, I'm but... just, that would have been good if they had done that to take us out. Yeah. But the suit, of the, before before you go on, I do want to say, while we're talking about it, because it's probably the only uniquely designed thing in the movie. Everything else is very realistic, which I think works for the film, because it, it, it's just the way it's designed. I do like the look of the, of the Silver Samurai. Oh, he's not just a goof in armor that can teleport. And which have a force field? And have a force field, which is what he had in the... I think it was in the cartoon. He definitely had the teleport. I don't know yeah. if he had the force field. Well, to be fair, they don't actually call that suit, like later on, the, the old man wearing the suit there. They don't really necessarily call it the silver no, samurai. No, they never like do that. in these movies. That's one thing all, all the... Whether it's, whether it's Fox or whether it's Marvel Studios, they don't like to do the name drop, for villains especially. Fair enough. They'll, they'll, can, they'll always go around. They always get around it. But they love to do that in in Origins Wolverine. They did that for Deadpool. They did it for Blob. They had a reason, though. I suppose the, the Blob was a stretch. Did they call him Deadpool? Yeah, they did call him Deadpool. I totally missed that. Yeah, but the other characters like it was like their code names. It's like okay, sure. not Blob. It was not his code name. No, that was like he his, just got that fat. Was, that was like his boxing. Yeah. No, that wasn't even his boxing name. Wait, it's like, was, did you call me Blob? It's like, like no, I, I said Bub. It's just like, oh, guys, you had to do this. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but to go back to your point. But just... 
it makes us it makes such a very complicated plot out of something that should be very simple. It feels like it was written by a committee. It doesn't it doesn't feel natural. It feels very I don't want to say jarring. It's not sudden, but it's just it's choppy. It's not it's it's, it's choppy. It's not organic. It almost seemed like it was poorly edited. That could but, be a problem too, admittedly edited. Because there's some very beautiful scenes in it. Like, but it's just the way they're all connected is like, like the scene when Wolverine goes back to the hole, which I'm yeah. a little amazed would still be there, but whatever. Well, it's a old well. Sewer. I guess it was a sewer they put him in. I think that was a well. I think or a well, yeah. Well. well, especially like if, if the Shingen guy, you know, or not Shingen, if, if the if Yoshida, you know, like senior senior there, like rebuilt the town, then why not? I guess. Yeah, you, I'm surprised there actually wasn't more of a memorial yeah. or something there. But I guess either way. They wouldn't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Some things you it was like a prisoner of war camp. Fair enough. Where there's, they were. There's some things you just don't want to um, remember. I, I, didn't, I didn't care for it at all. Well, we'll, we'll get to that when we talk yeah. about the rating at the end. I just, I, From my perspective, um, I feel that the film... Now, I do agree with your point that the third act, by the time we get to the third act, the story kind of falls apart a little bit. I do think the films it comes out a bit. However, I don't have a problem with that for the first like two halves of the like the first two thirds of the film. Essentially from the beginning till really after he gets his powers back. I think it's all it's all decently written and decently put together. It's not perfect. It really isn't, but I'll give you that. Uh, up to he it, gets it's up, uh, basically up to the end of that fight when he gets it when he gets his healing back. I'd, he, I'd say up to the fight. I think the fight. I think the fight was good. It was nice. And yeah, it was, yeah, the fight was nice. But the fight scenes were very good. Actually, a lot of all the fight scenes are. Um, but I just I, I I agree with that up to a point. I guess you could say. But I, I just think the most of the film is good. It's just that it, oh, admittedly the last act of the film kind of gets cartoony. I think it's the best way to describe it. It goes over the top and cartoony. Yeah. The action. Speaking of those action scenes, this is a movie that's filled with some. I don't know what it is. Maybe I am getting older because I'm seeing more and more what I consider brutal action scenes. Like it's not a um, maybe it's not maybe brutal is not the right word, but it's definitely more um, impactful. I guess is the they use the the cutaway implied trick lot. on us a lot. You know they they cut away or they have like something like a pillar in the way, but you know the guy's head is between the claws and the pillar or something. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they they don't they, uh, actually only, well there is that one scene with again with the fight scene at the end, near the end in the rain when he gets his powers back where he does this kind of stab him through the neck and that's that's cool he gets he gets stabbed in the chest with a sword and he stabs him through the neck. There's not that yeah. many fight scenes really. There the few they have though are good. Though. That, the first one's really long. It's you know the first it's one, like a chase yeah. kind of. The first one is a chase. Fight chase. And then we get a little bit of a break and then it starts another one on the train. The train one's is probably the best in that it's such a deconstruction you know like we've all seen that episode of Archer where why would people fight on top of like they, they want to fight on top of the train and <laughs> when they do fight on top of the train it's, it's horrible they're like man it's so fast there's wind everywhere like it's, this is no good and that's just on a regular train this but, is on uh, a bullet train yeah they did a that was a fun scene that was actually it, it was some it great was hilarious too, like some yeah, great action comedy good spots yeah, the, the most hilarious part when he dekes out the second guy there and because they're because there's some parts where they got to duck right obviously yeah, no, they're, some... they're basically all they're just basically, they're basically hugging the top so yeah, they don't just kind of dug in they got know, like knives and the guys dug claws. in yeah and so at some points there's like a low thing that like, clears off the train they have to jump kind of hop, leap over it which is cool and so these are just a couple times and then Wolverine he's he's the one facing the hazard yeah so he can see them coming and he does the jump, but he keeps his claws in, so he only goes up so far. The other guy leaps up and hits the barricade. <laughs> and just oh, it was so brutal. It was like oh, it was hilarious because you can't even, even. Or at the two. end where a um, um, the side the bodyguard, the sidekick, uh, redheaded uh, Asian lady whose name escapes me. Yuiko. I think it was Yuiko. Something. Like when she uh, she when she's the one that takes out the viper. And she hangs her, and that thing comes out and whacks her across the head. Oh, the counterweight! Yeah. The counterweight! For like, the elevator, oh. fucking hits her in the head. It's just like, oh, she's dead. Oh, that was brutal. That was. That a, was cool. That was. That's the like. It's not even implied. It's just like, oh man, she's fucked. Yeah, yeah, we, she's we, flailing all of a sudden. She gets smoked in the head by. Because you're like, oh, she's gonna like choke to death. That's that's oh, that's that's crazy. And all of a sudden, like the counterweight comes down and hits her. Yeah, yeah you're just like, shit. Oh, I mean, there's like, like no blood or anything, but you tell with the way her body swings, like her. Like when you hear that thud, her legs swing out and her head stays there for a bit, this is like, and she kind of swings back into place and is like, "Yeah, she's not moving at all after that." No, 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 no. 
I also like this is just kind of a, a side thing. It's not no part of my notes, but I do want to do a. Uh, I, I like to point out that a lot a lot of this film seemingly was shot on location in Japan. I, I don't know that for sure, but a lot of it did look appropriate, like the downtown bits. The the love hotel was funny. The love me. hotel was the coolest bit as far as location goes for me. I like yeah. that. That was cool. That was kind of that was just all those silly those silly foreigners. Uh, but I, 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 this I, is a love hotel for couples. And Wolverine's like, oh. I'll take the spit. will take the mission to Mars room, and it's got like little fake. I don't know why Mars rocks on the on the bed. Yeah. It's like what? Well, what were the three rooms? The mission to Mars, the, the dungeon, dungeon, and, and the, nurse's, the nurse's office. The nurse's I, office. I, I thought they would go to the nurse's office because they're gonna do some surgery. I don't know. I don't know why. I I really, for some reason, the mission to Mars one for some reason stuck out. I don't know why. Well, that's because it's so like, absurd. And there's some weird like there's an audio file going in the background somewhere, and it's just like take off. Yeah. Like it's just like we have left off. It's like oh what? man, if this was like a porno, that's like when he would blow his load or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, erection. Like that's that's. I'm sure that's been done. Oh, probably. I'm sure that's been done. I know it. Every heart. decade, it's probably done. Yeah. Which uh, now we've segued away from porno. The comic book variation of this. Where does this rank compared to the other X Men films? I think that's a good question because I think it kind of reflects what we'll end up rating it later. Um, I'll start because I know Dixon doesn't like to start these things. Mm-hmm. To me, it's... I'm just going to go on record say here very quickly. I did like the X-Men movies. Three was okay. I forgive it. Uh, surprisingly, more than I think I should. I did not like Origins Wolverine. Or just Origins because there don't need two of them. And I didn't like First Class. And I know I'm the weird guy out for that, but I didn't particularly care for that movie. Uh, this film... However, I, considering they all tie together, which, again, kind of I didn't know that. Uh, that really surprised me they all tied together. Uh, I thought this film was actually a, a really good, and I do rate it up there with the original X-Men trilogy. It's not as good as those films. It's probably better than three, but if I were to rate it, I would go X-Men 2, 1, this movie, and then 3. It would probably earn a third place for me in that regard. But then again, I just really don't like First Class, and I really don't like Origins. I really don't. Yeah, Origins wasn't that bad. Like Ben, like you, I don't know if you've seen. Have you seen all the X Men movies? Well, uh, the ones you can remember. How's it stack? Uh, it does pretty good. I mean, it's not the top, but it's definitely not the worst. I don't know. It's I'm probably just... upper middle. Better again. than two? Better than one? I, I think uh, two's the best one. I think that's the one to beat if you're looking to beat any of them. I really wish I could remember the orders of which things went in. Uh-huh. I just remember watching them. I don't remember their names. Fair I'm enough. terrible for that. Uh, that that's okay. It's, it's, but I mean, uh, just remembering what I do remember, because I, I haven't seen... Like, I've seen all of them but uh, first class. I do know that. And... I don't. I'm yeah. the odd man out when it comes to that one. Critics, critics liked third class. Yeah. I think first class. Yeah, first, first class. Yeah. Critics really dubbed it. I just, I, I didn't. And you and people, people like most people liked it, it. It's probably around the middle. I'd say. I don't okay. know which one. Would like be this, worse. this all came up because of something that Dixon said on the ride home, <laughs> and I just, I, 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 I wanted to challenge him to a fist fight because he said it, and. Uh, I'm not that kind of person, but regardless of I, my order of the of the other X Men films compared to this one, I think X Men Wolverine Origins was better than this one. You see, I just I just I, don't agree I, with that because it was more of an X Men movie. It had it had mutants in it. This movie, it's like it has it two. strains to use the term mutant. Well, there's yeah. only three of them. I know, and they and they don't even really say she's a mutant at first. It's implied, and you know she is, but it's just it's very. Oh, the red-haired girl. There. Yeah. Yeah. With her, I see into the future. I see people's deaths. Yeah. Not I see into the future. I see people's yeah, deaths. Yeah, like. That's all she can I, see. I like the Wolverine is... one. The origins. It was a lot more fun. I liked Lee Shriver. Lee Shriver liked, was amazing uh, in that movie. I can't movie. remember who played Stryker. He's played by a different guy in every movie, but I liked him. They've only used him twice so far, so... No, he, well, no, there's a there's a cameo bit where there's a Stryker in the first movie. He's on, like, a, a panel on the TV. Okay, they've yeah. Had, they've had Strikers, but... That's like that's like the uh, Harvey Dent in the first Batman movie the, he's played he's by. A, he's always a different guy. He wasn't Brian Cox like he was in the second movie. He's a different but guy. But he was the villain. He was a bad guy in Kings, which I liked Kings. But, uh, so was Bucky. He was on Kings, too. But, uh, but it was more fun, better action scenes. But, I mean, there was more to do in the actions because there was mutant powers. I yeah. This had some cool spots, but it's just him kind of fighting guys in black suits. 
Yeah, well, and it's Yakuza us, they, and... See, the yeah. issue I, that I think is, even as we're going to draw this comparison, I'll, I'll defend it. The reason I have issues with Origins is, this is going to sound bad, but oh, everything bad. about the effects of Origins bugged me because it was too CG. Everything from the claws to the entirety of the powers. And I understand there's some powers you can't and do And everyone properly. flipping everyone makes much flipping. more sense. Well, without limbs getting, like, flying off. That's yeah. that's the trade-off. Like, I'm not saying it's a better, the action scenes are better, but I will always prefer practical effects. And and to me, I'd, I'd rather see two real dudes fighting it out than seeing a green screen of Wolverine chopping at a ladder that's not actually there. And I know it's not there, and I can never ignore the fact it's not there. <laughs> oh, I just watching him do that for like just try watching that for five minutes. It's hard to. This watch. This doesn't reveal my rating, but I think this is the weak for me. This is the weakest of all the X Men movies so far. I think if we are going. To yeah, I think for me, this is the weakest one. I would not go back and watch this one compared to the other five, as of this yeah. point in time. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I think six is the, this next one they're doing. But it's not a, it's not horrible. It's just, there's not a, like, I'm This movie kind of bores me. It doesn't do anything at sometimes. It's just, mm. there's long lulls in it. Like, lulls as in, you know, lulls in the action. Yeah. And well, I don't need constant action, but it's... Uh, so, to bring it to conclusion... I think this is going to be an interesting one because I think for the first time we're all going to be pretty divided on it. Uh, I I don't I, I'm, as I've been thinking about this one for a little while because Di like Dixon he got on the drive home I don't know if it's because of the drive or the heat or just the other people you're on the road with you got you got uproariously annoyed I think is the best way to put it yeah venomous you, you got venomous you weren't angry because but you were annoyed uh, frustrated. So, Frustrated is the best word for it. So as we go into the ratings, you know what? I'll start first. I'll, I'll, I'll break the mold here. For me, I, I don't know what I was expecting going into this film because I have issues with the, um, with the, the Wolverine's popularity, just kind of in general, like the character as a whole. I don't think he's the most interesting X-Men you could be making movies on. That being said, he's probably got the perfect actor in Hugh Jackman, and Boy. until Hugh Jackman leaves the role, we'll probably not... He'll always be the focus character. He'll always be involved because he just kind of is the role. He's the perfect actor for the job. And the character is... I think he's more interesting if we don't know his origins. I've always thought that was kind of better, which may be part of my hatred for origins. Here's another kind of plot point I just was thinking of. Uh, like, he obviously remembers World War II. Yeah. But the, in X-Men Origins, like he gets shot in the head and he can't remember anything after. And that's like where his amnesia starts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, why would you remember this guy? Hmm. Oh, just, I mean... That is an interesting plot hole now that you bring that up, though. Yeah. But you can almost go and say, well, you know, maybe you know, he regenerated and his memories regenerated. Maybe Origins yeah. takes place before... No, because he has his bones. Yeah. He yeah. has bone claws, so that that's out. Okay, I don't know that. Uh, that would have to be before Origins. Yeah, so... But he's not with his brother in the war, which is weird. Maybe he got separated from him at that point. Maybe. Plot holes. Um, well... <sighs> So really, so to go back to the rating, I went in expecting this to be enjoyable, and I actually did get what I expected out of it. Again, the X Men films have been very hit and miss for me. I didn't, I guess that I didn't enjoy um, Future Past or First Class. For Future Past is the next one. I keep getting the names mixed up. I didn't enjoy First Class that much. It had some moments, but I didn't enjoy it as a whole. I hated Origins, but last time was okay. Stop picking at it. Mm -hmm. <coughs> You're distracting yeah. me with your yeah, band. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I like the films for the most part. There's a couple I don't like, but as a whole, I'm just like, well, this is what happens when you get a, like movie five or six, rather, into a long franchise when you're trying to do this. Sooner or later, fatigue kind of sets in for your audience. I think Marvel's going to have that problem throughout the next season of a uh, leading up for Avengers 2, and they're planning to even go further than that Avengers 3, I think you're going to see some burnout just from the enthusiasm of comic book movies. That being said, I did enjoy Wolverine, despite the fact that I was kind of on the fence about it. So if you're asking if for my rating, um, I actually have to go decently high on this one because I up until that third act, I, I enjoyed it. I think it was it was going to be a seven for me up until we got to that third act. That third act kind of brought it down a point. That being said, though, I, it was still better than I expected, and I got to give it a six out of ten. Uh, it's the uh, it's, it's a six out of ten for me. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. 
it's not perfect, and definitely that third act lets it down because they went from a seven to a six because of it. And I can I can say that it's because of that third act. But I enjoyed it. I really did. So six out of ten for me. Ben, you have to go second as normal. Yeah. All right. And uh, I'd like to point out before you start, no half ratings. You have to wait five movies to get that again. Yeah. That was, um, was it five? I thought it was three. No, it's we five. said five. Because that was a movie. That was movie five. You did it. Fine. Uh, yeah, you know, you know, I'll kind of agree with you on quite a bit of that, actually. You know, the first half was really good. Third one started getting really convoluted, and the fourth one was quite disappointing. But, well, We're okay. talking about the axe? Yes. The film? Okay. That's, yeah, the axe. I mean, the fourth one was very disappointing, because it was, it was, to a point, it was so obvious. It was kind of like, yay, I knew that 20 minutes ago. Can we hurry this up? Come on. <laughs> Finish the action. Let us go. It, it, it is, it's quite a poor showing of the story. If you you give no clues, but if they can figure it out without there being any clues before it's revealed, like yeah, I think I don't know how we did it. Like like this is very obvious. Yeah, because I knew you know kind of when they did this about halfway through, it started realizing like I'm pretty sure that old guy's alive. Where he's gonna pop up, I don't know. This place, where is Waldo? Yeah. Actually, it's funny, as I figured out he'd be alive after uh, she used her venom to knock uh, the granddaughter out. I don't know why it clicked in then, but I, don't know, I guess because it seemed like at, at that point you, you kind of realized, well, she, she can also just do anything. Crazy purple luck, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's not like, oh, I'm poisoned to kill everything. It's, no, I can potion to do whatever the fuck I want kind of deal. Yeah. She does explain that very thoroughly. She's a uh, she's a master of potions. She's an alchemist. Yeah. She's well, a high she, level alchemist. She doesn't really say that. She says but at she's... one point she like, you know, hits the guy with acid then like takes it away. And cures with acid damage to his face too, which is Yeah, that that <laughs> actually threw me off. I'm like, wait, did she cure it or did it, they just lazily not put it back in? What the fuck? Probably what? a little bit of both. The yeah, the after microphone. that it just clicked in, you know, like, oh he's probably alive. Either they put him in you know, she probably put him into like a near death state kind of thing, and mm. he's alive somewhere. But uh, yeah, I mean, as the reveal for the armor, you know, he'd be in the armor. It's kind of revealed after. Why would they give it a giant chair? And why would he be looking around? You know. Yeah, that was the other thing. The way it acts doesn't. The way act it like came out, like when he kind of, but it almost looked like it kind of broke himself out. It's like robots wouldn't do that. Kind of would have slowly all picked up. Mm-hmm. Breaking. Like initializing. Yeah. Wouldn't really break out, so that's kind of he's. And it's called master right away. Yeah. The the ninja guy calls him master. Yeah, and then it's kind of like okay, it's really obvious now. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, and too much flipping. I swear to God, just because they're ninjas, they don't need to flip. It is unnecessary. Like they're just jumping on the rooftops and they're flipping. Yeah, they're running. He's running away. He goes to jump down onto like a next kind of I guess beam or something like that. And he does this big ass freaking flip dude, onto the beam. It's the like the only dude. time the flips made sense to me is when they're shooting those arrows with the ropes, and he's kind of got to dodge the ropes, so he's jumping in between them to get yeah. down. That made sense. But yeah, well, the, the earlier scenes, no, made no sense. Yeah, that's just jumping parkour. is fine when they're dodging. If you're not dodging, you don't need to flip. It's if I can say parkour when you do it, it's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about that's the best thing. Yeah. Basically, that's kind of what you keep kept screaming in my head there. Just parkour. Yeah. That's having a. Uh, um... Anyways, I'm getting off from the ratings thing again. Well, no, no, this is a valid point. So I mean, to formulate your, you have to think about it. Yeah. You know, to get it out there. And ah, uh, honestly, when it came to you know Wolverine losing his powers, well, disabling his powers, and him trying to steal the powers, I would have preferred a bullshit you know science magic reason versus. You know, this is happening. Even no like, excuse. Even like a helmet with like, we're gonna put this helmet on him and this helmet on you, and there's gonna be like some electricity. Yeah, they could have done that. Powers. I would have been happy. <laughs> or they could have said, you know, oh, you know, this little nano thing has, you know, some poison. Like the poison's constantly being tapped into the bloodstream. So it, they could have done that. I would have been happy yeah. about that. But lack of explanation also kind of pissed me off. Which now that I keep explaining all these things that bug me, actually keeps lowering my point scores. <laughs> get it out, get it out before it goes too low. Yeah. <laughs> but um, other than that, you know, it visually looked good, and I'm starting to realize a pattern. I'm preferring a lot of the visuals. But the story, but once again, a lot of the stories have been short recently too. Not much to. Well, a lot of plot. summer movies got to have low on plot, high on 
Action. Action. Yeah, I guess. That's true. Show them a popcorn movie. But yeah. all in all, I think I would give it... I wish I saved that half point. Nope. You wrecked <laughs> but it. But I can't, so... You wrecked it. You gave it a six. You know what? I... I gotta give it a five. You know, is it a bad movie? No. Is it a good movie? No. It depends on what you want to see. If you want to see some action, some ninjas, some some samurais, watch this. You'll love it. If you don't want to see that, you're gonna hate it. Honestly, you're gonna hate the crap out of this movie, even with Wolverine in it. Cause, yeah. But that's my thing. You know, closer than I thought to mine. All right, yeah. Dixon, you got to go last this time. Your thoughts have been formulated. Yeah. Going into this movie, I always talk about my expectations for movies. And Pacific Rim, high expectations. All those other movies, kind of low. Kind of low expectations. That's... Yeah. And some I've been... They've met some I've been at... You know, like the Pacific Rim. Yeah, like I said, very high. Iron Man, low. Man of Steel, low. World War Z, low. Um, After Earth was indifferent about, actually. But, you know, mm. I always have expectations. For this one... I was I was expecting to like it. You know, I was thinking, it's it's a Wolverine movie. Okay, Hugh Jackman does a good Wolverine, and they're gonna meet Japan. There should be some very nice set pieces at least, and yeah. it was filmed in location. They don't do a whole lot with that. There's a laundry list of things, but they don't do a lot with that. A lot of movies recently have done, you know, a lot of cool stuff with location. World War Z um, did some very nice stuff with location. Even Pacific Rim, or let's say a movie like Skyfall, was just one a little bit older. Yeah, but. Uh, did some really nice stuff with the locations. You really knew you were there. It was very different, very visually striking. Even, uh, I had a movie just now, Push. Not a very good movie, but just for the like the sets, you know, and the look of the, they were in Shanghai or no, Hong Kong. It was Hong Kong. Really liked it. Actually, I don't think I saw that. Not a very good movie, but just for like the locale, very nice. I appreciated okay, it. I know what movie. Like the opening scene of the Hulk when they're in Brazil. This movie doesn't take advantage of that enough. I think, I was sometimes very bored with some of the like, set locations. You know, this movie, I guess that says right there, it kind of bored me at times. Very drab. The X-Men movies mm. have always been a bit more realistic, and because this one has lack of mutants, yeah. it doesn't have as much visually going on for me. Even this, this, the silver samurai armor, you know, it doesn't really do a whole lot. And it's, it's really silvery, but mm. that's about it. Yeah, but you couldn't call um, them like titanium or anything. It, yeah, it's just well, very shiny. Well, and even technically, he, you know, it wasn't really silver; it's all adamantium. Yeah, but it was um, silver polished. The yeah. the villains, you know, I, I Viper. I liked how she started. She had a nice visual look to her. I really liked how they were presenting her, and she was actually kind of like not. She she was she was kind of subtle, but you knew she was a villain. Yeah, and not, that's fine. Near the end, it went full cartoony, and I don't even care about like her ripping off her skin to heal. Yeah. And then being bald, which was a nice touch. Yeah, I mean, I, I just they, no, they kind she of started using that. She started using that snake tongue, the tongue too much. Yes, near the end. Yes, was, they, she feels out of place. She feels like she should have been in the X Men Origins Wolverine movie. She feels like she yes, should have been absolutely. in that. She would have fit better because Wolverine is very grounded, and so is the other mutant. She, you don't even see her powers. She just can see death. Yeah, people's which death. is kind of a lame power. Oh, I can. You're gonna die. I guess uh, you could use that to mess with people. That's you could use other messages. You could be like, "Oh yeah, like that that ass. You don't want to go near that. You're gonna die in that." And then they, like, you make them walk towards like a giant thing of electricity. <laughs> and it shocks them to death. Here's the thing with mutant powers: some are really cool. Others uh... grow your own power to extend your beard. <laughs> you, sh- you you uh... I could use that. Power. What's Marrow's power? Uh, she grows bones. Yeah, and th- and then they pierced her heart and almost killed her because she can't control how her bone spurts grow. That's... She, she has a healing factor she breaks off and like kills people with them she's brutal I'm just saying not everyone's power you can't all be Storm somebody's but, gotta be someone's I, gotta be Toad yeah someone's yeah. gotta be Toad Kurt's the comic book Toad not movie Toad yeah. who was actually seen as a other threat but it movie bored me at times all the action scenes kind of did bore me but they had, each had a good spot the train had a good spot the uh, I like the arrows with the rope was a very cool visual. Yeah, the but rope. I don't think it would work that well because those ropes were ridiculously thick. Yeah, yeah. those arrows would not. Well, that's why fly. he was able to dodge them so much, like so quick at first. <laughs> and that, like he was just, and then they suddenly because they're really but... slow. Hmm. Probably wouldn't fly at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very disappointed in this film. I think it could have gone a bit further. I. It's been a while since I've seen a. Uh, I've seen so many Marvel Studios Marvel movies. This was interesting to see a. Uh, Fox one. Maybe I'd seen them in a while. 
Maybe we'll have to step back and watch First Class again because maybe, but uh, maybe time, maybe time has changed. I that. thought I would like it better. I thought it, like the realistic tone would be fit, but it just doesn't have the heart. It doesn't. It's very clinical. I feel like the, the script is almost written by via bullet points. Yeah. Um, disappointed in this film. I'd have to say, unless you're a really big X Men fan or you really wanted to, like you're a big Wolverine fan, unless you're a very big Hugh Jackman Wolverine fan. I'll go so far as to get that specific. There's not a lot there for you. And I'd have to give it a... Uh, I'd have to give it a 3. A 3 out of 10. And I think my biggest disappointment with this movie was... <coughs> in, in a bit of acting. They set up this Yoshida character. He's seen him in World War II. He seems like a, he's a very nice guy. He builds this giant corporation. Has He loves his granddaughter, you know? He's disappointed in his son. He seems like... I thought he would be the villain. And then they make him seem like such a nice guy, and they talk about his granddaughter being a mirror of him. You know, it makes him seem so good because she's so good. They act like she, she's, the acting's very good in this movie. Yes. For yeah. what it is, except for Viper being really hammy near the end, and also at the end, Yoshida's character himself. This the the flip at the last minute that he's the villain. Yeah. Well, not surprising. It's just the movie doesn't it doesn't set it up, and it, it feels like I don't know. I like the story of him saving this guy from Japan. This guy trying to repay him. Yeah. I think if he had just died and it was all the sons doing, I yeah. would have been it happier. Or Viper, you know. Or even if it was like the <coughs> the son trying to you know make him immortal, make his you know father yeah, I thought, or something you know, like that. Something or... like that. But I really liked that character, and then they conflicted on me, and I, I didn't like how they did it. It, it didn't. It seemed out of character. I know all the characters exist in this one movie, but it seemed out of character for him yeah. to want to live like that. But but yeah, solid, uh, actually, very actually, definite 3 out of 10 for me. I would actually, not recommend this unless you're a huge, 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 huge Jackman Wolverine fan. What I should mention, too, is it seems like anyone with a little bit of power was always obsessed with all the power. I mean... Uh, the, the, the department, the, the Minister of Justice... Yeah, the Minister of Justice, the, the father, the grandfather... You know, I think even Viper. Yeah, Viper tried to. You know, very yeah, power. the very cartoony, power hungry. And yeah, and it just seemed ridiculous. Like, okay, you know, you can have one, maybe two, that power hungry. You can't have like four, or five people. And they're all working together, kind of. Yeah, and they're all working together, which is super awkward because it's like no. You know, you can have one guy trying to take over, kind of like you know, Starscream, Megatron. Yeah. The two power hungry, you know, but one secondary trying to take over the other. You could have had that. That would have been fine, but four people, that doesn't work. Yeah. Talk of complexity on the whole. So there you have it. That's about what I expected. I expect this one to kind of be all over the place for opinion for us. Uh, in any event, that is the three guys uh, for today. Uh, before he hits the stop button. Um, I do shameless plug. If you like what, if you like listening to us talk for travel on for as long as we have... Make sure to do a, uh, either subscribe to us on YouTube or follow us through uh, iTunes or make sure to check out our podcast. We actually do have a real thing now. It's all on the YouTube description. In any event, uh, so shameless plug. You can just send us a comment. You know, we'd like to hear them. We would like to hear if uh, we should just shut up. Um, even that, we won't listen to you necessarily, but <laughs> we, we'll, we'll take all opinions we'll, seriously. We'll lose sleep overnight. We'll lose sleep at night because of it. Maybe. Well, dude, I will. Yeah. Uh, in any event, uh, this is Tyler signing off for the three guys. The rest of you can yeah. join at any time. Dixon's signing off. <laughs> ben signing off. <laughs>